Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Welcome in, GMs, to another week of Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. And boy, does it finally seem right. And we got our boy back, Jared Campbell, back from vacation with his wife. Bam! Uh, him, Bam! I'm back! Him and his wife get on out. They uh, head on, make their way west, old man, to uh, Utah. Did a little hiking from uh, one of the pictures I saw. Did a little, uh, probably some bedroom activities while they were at it. Whoa, uh, whoa, how, you whoa, doing, whoa, how you doing, bud? How you doing, baby? This is, number four this is, on the road. This, is, this is baby, baby number, number three. Four. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that. I don't know if that can work that way. But. Yeah, that's it. Does work that? <laughs> way. I don't know if it can. <laughs> uh, this, this is a. This is a. Put it in the hopper. This, a, this is a PG thirteen pod. Um, so we're not going to get into that. But some of the yeah, we went out west. We went out to Utah. Um, we did the Jägermeister would say differently than uh-huh. I've had already. Yeah, but we, uh, yeah, we wanted to get away a little bit for uh, just a long weekend before things get crazy with holiday season, and then baby number three comes along. Um, have you ever been out to Utah? Um, I have not been to Utah. I've been out to like Wyoming. Uh-huh. So I went to like Jackson Hole, yeah. uh, Colorado out yeah. there. It's I. That's one of the. It's on the bucket list. I'll say that it's on the bucket list, but I haven't been there yet. Actually, uh, one of the other podcasts that I listen to, believe it or not, I do listen to other podcasts outside of our own. Um, I think the guy, it's the Spit and Chicklets. It's a hockey podcast, and one of the main guys was like, "Did sent he did a uh, like a a picture and a video like promoting Pink Whitney from that same picture you just sent?" Oh, for real. It's what was that? What was that hike called right there? Was that like Devil's Angel, Angels Landing? Angels Landing? Yeah, yeah, that was it. This uh, j- this this hike should be illegal. I'm not lying when I say this. <laughs> it, it it's literally, um, 
like it, it's about a two mile hike up it. And then you're, it's kind of like straight up, kind of like zigzags and cross, uh, whatever you call them, um, switchbacks and all the way up. And I, we get up there to where we kind of are and I'm like, man, we made it. My legs are burning. Your boy's out of shape a little bit. Not as much as some other people in the league, but I'm, I'm out of shape. Yes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Brooks, uh, Joe, <laughs> everybody. Uh, but, uh, we get up there where I think is like the, the end and no, it's not. You have to start climbing rocks like steps. They have like a chain on one side. That's like, so you're holding on to the chain and like three feet to your right. And I shit you not is like a 900 foot drop to the bottom. <laughs> no, like security no, ropes not that you strap onto no, like no, a no, belt no, no, loop or no. something. No, you need to like I like when we get done like tomorrow or something. YouTube Angels Landing, like walking up or whatever, and you can see like videos of kind of like what it is and how narrow it is. And so we go up this part and where we take the picture, and that's not even the top. That's not even Angels Landing. Really? That's not it. And so you can look. That was beautiful. You can see these little, like, ants. Yeah, it was gorgeous. But, the, like, these ants of people still walking up this one little cliff on the other side. And the issue was, well, not just my wife's pregnant, but I'm like, this is dumb as shit. Because we're, <laughs> as we're climbing up, there's other people who are climbing down the same way. So you're having to like oh maneuver God. around each other. And I don't trust these fuckers because it's just too <laughs> many people. And I don't want somebody to like freak out because they're like, don't know what to do. And I like slip and fall. But yeah. And they're scared. Yeah. And two thirds of them are hippies. I'm like, what the hell are we doing up here? This is gore. But let's go back. This, it's just, it's crazy. It was, it, I mean, it was crazy cool. But then every now and then I think about it like, how easily it could have just been a slip and you're like three or four feet from the edge and you're like just falling over to your death. That kind of, that sounds like the road to Hana, like out in Maui where you're driving up, uh, uh, basically a one lane road up a volcano and there's people going up it and people coming down it. And the higher you get, you get into the fog so you can barely see. And there's like goats and sheep walking around. So you got to like drive past them and you can like fall to your demise. Yeah. Um, all right. It, so, a uh, quick question out of that: Which GM does it make it to the top for either endurance purposes or lack of concentration? They slip and fall nine hundred feet. Which GM doesn't make it to Angels Landing? Well, I didn't make it to Angels Landing, but if to make it to my spot or even to the, I trust myself and I trust a lot to, and I trust Morgan even to make it to the. I didn't trust that there was like nine hundred other people trying to do it and trying to maneuver through like a four foot little area where you're crossing paths. Um, I think I'm taking the endurance out of it. I I. <laughs> I don't see Brooks or Rusty enjoying the hike. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you, I don't see them like, yeah, I'm not doing this. That, that shit. I, I don't see that because it was literally like, you got to YouTube this when we get done and kind of see like how the extent of, it. and even then it doesn't really do it justice, but it, it's, it's gnarly how. I didn't think that you would go with those two. 
but again, that's not endurance. That's not endurance. That's not. But it was a grind. It was a grind up to the top, and I mean, it was tough. Um, Here's my thought process on your picks. There, the group of people wouldn't be able to stand Rusty and Brooks complaining and bitching the whole time. Yeah, but I'm just. I don't. I I can't remember if they have height issues. I know. I know Brooks has blood issues <laughs> he's got a lot of blood issues i know uh, I'm, puncture wound issues yeah i remember that one time at the bar i think braswell <laughs> where you saw somebody get like a broken leg or something some mma fight and he had to ask a girl he had to ask <laughs> yeah, a girl to get up so he could sit down <laughs> so i don't I don't slip sees uh, a hangnail at yeah. a bar and he fucking yeah. has to throw up so i don't i don't know it's uh it, yeah, but uh, it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was a good trip. We uh, did a few hiking trails and some great great sights, and then uh, we flew in and out of Salt Lake City and uh, went to stayed in Park City the night before where it snowed. Cool. Uh, so any, any skiing, snowboarding? No, no, no nothing. Because like it was it, it didn't snow until we got there. Okay. So it was like so it was hard. it was like a ghost town because it's kind of in in between seasons there. Yeah. Um, so that was like the first snowfall but it was uh but it was cool but then the problem was in um we uh so when we flew out sunday it was about it was about we were supposed to leave at like 3 30 eastern time so about 1 30 out there so i was able to kind of track the one o'clock games going on and i'm sitting on the airplane we're trying to wait to take off and i'm tracking the panthers and the chiefs via like stat tracker <laughs> on the yahoo and i'm like oh God. and then I'm, we're like in the it, it, it's going and i can't i'm trying to figure out like how to like oh my god i'm not gonna be able to see if they actually come back and win but uh but i was able to but the worst part was they had to like de-ice the plane yeah and so they um they had to, so we had to wait like an hour before we actually took off after we were supposed to take off and it got Morgan and I talking, and we're just, it's like, what is this like? <laughs> what? No, that's just – I just I don't know what to expect right well, now. Well, it was like, about. what? Because it, it seems like when you're sitting on the plane on the – like ready to take off, and they and the pilot comes on and is like gives you that bullshit of, uh, hey, you got, we're going to be here for a couple minutes. shouldn't be too long, but it's going to be in like an hour. Yeah. But that hour feels like four hours. And so yeah. she and I were like talking like, what are, what are like the times where like it feels so much longer than it actually is. And, um, like the, like microwave is what she came up when you put like a minute on the microwave, but it feels like 10 minutes yes. when you're just sitting there watching it. So, yeah. So, and could you, do you think of any on the spot like that? I would say like kids, you know, like I want them to mm-hmm. grow up and be older and functionable. But, yeah. you know, you missed the spot. Microwave's a good one. I would say um, it depends, like, on how hungry you are. Yeah. But, like, sometimes when you're sitting at, a um, like, a fast food. Yeah. And it's, like, chi- yeah. like Chick-fil-A, for example. Yeah. Now, that thing is damn on point, right? Yeah. They you got- get in. You got Missy taking your order 100 feet before the freaking ordering spot. And then Jacob comes right behind you, and he's like, that'll be 1075 and you pay him. And then they got Mark and Andrew and Jennifer right next to you, like handing you your, your drink, your chick, chicken nuggets, and then your sauce. 
and it's a freaking routine, right? Yeah. And it takes probably 10 minutes, but the line itself is like wrapped around the block. It's like into 77 and you're like, God, I'm never going to get out of here. And then you're out of here in 10 minutes. Yeah. That, that'd be my one thing. Yeah. So, but now but, 10 minutes, is a long time. It's not a minute like a microwave. Yeah. What else do you guys have? We had, well, the ones I couldn't tell her that she wouldn't really understand, but I thought of them was, uh, Anytime Rusty makes a pick on draft night, <laughs> it goes <laughs> three minutes feels like ten minutes to him, and then sometimes it's actually fifteen minutes go by. So that was that was one that I thought of, and then the uh, um, I think Rusty puts the clock on himself, yeah, and he waits until the last five seconds to make the pick just on purpose, yeah. Um, and then that, and the only other one I thought of was when I. Monday when I got back, I couldn't, I didn't really have time to listen to last week's pod while I was out there. So I listened to it on the way back. And the only other one that it really felt like forever was that intro to the pod last week. My <laughs> God. <laughs> You're talking about golf and oh, politics was... and some golf match. You, you three of y'all were going to be in the next day. Nobody fucking yeah, cares we did about have, that. Yeah, we did have that golf match. Um, nobody can I won a lot of okay. money. Yeah, you're like, oh, who's gonna get snake? Is this a snake nine, eight, nine, ten times? And then, just, yeah, and then so I don't know, but that was, I mean, I appreciate Brad and John for stepping in so we didn't have to have the uh, um, uh, a week without it, which was great. But man, we need to bring some fucking life back. That, it sounded like the two of them were like in a library when they were talking, like, real talk. Well, yeah, so it was really. Um, I, I don't know about this one. It's, it's uh, the risk that uh, you take as a host, right? Yeah. This pod only works with a solid host that can move along the pod, but then the co-host that brings in the humor, uh, a little bit of analytics, 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 and the ability to lead the host into the right direction. And we have that sort of chemistry that's built over a year and a half of doing this pod. So, yeah, you know, when we ask other other people to, you know, sub in, they're going to get a diminished product. And, you know, they expect that. But but tonight, the pod that they're going to hear that we're doing right now, they're going to love. We've been on the pod right now for like 13 minutes. I bet it's going to feel like 30 seconds. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. But, man, I was listening to it, and I got a, a few uh, cri- uh, little criticisms, okay? Let's hear them. All right. One. And don't be afraid. Give it to me, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm done with them. The rest of them are on you. <laughs> so I'm glad you said that. <laughs> so first off, who the fuck is DeAndre Johnson? I don't know. It's Deontay. Deontay Johnson plays for the Steelers, Joe. Now, I don't Deont- even know who's on my team. You said, Deon- to- you said DeAndre Johnson. And then you said you called- – I think it was like an Andre Johnson. You were like an Andre D, on the D-, front D- of it. Johnson. You just kind of guessed their first names. You it doesn't say- matter to me. I don't even remember what I said a week ago <laughs> you on just, this pod. You just- I got to make notes, and I look back at my notes, and, and I'm like, oh, okay, I said that. I don't remember saying that. It's like I black out for like an hour and a half. Well, but it's like you pull up the the Yahoo thing and you pull up people and you see 
oh, this person's first initial, and then you just make up a random first name. Yeah. and it, But these are like common players. Deontay Johnson is a common player. Not, not a common name. Not a common name, but he's the only he, – there is no DeAndre Johnson. So you're just and – then, and then my quarterback is Josh Allen, not Jared Allen. You should know as a Bears fan who the fuck Jared Allen is. I give you Jared in because he's your quarterback. It's Jared Allen. It's, it's jo- like Jared. It's nah, Jared you're, Barry. You're making that shit up right now. No, nah, Jared Barry, Jared Allen. So, but yeah, so guy. little, little, little bit there. Maybe, maybe in the off season, you might need to read up on some of the players to to make sure you know who. It's like the what guy. The, playing, their names it's are. Like the, it's like the guy playing tonight. It's Jared Rivers. Plays starts for the Colts. He's your favorite quarterback. No, so, but you would see like P. Rivers. Oh, Paul. <laughs> you would just. <laughs> you would, uh, he's got Paul Rivers. Uh, it's, it's Peter Rivers. He's got Paul Rivers. And there's uh, DeAndre Henry for the Titans. <laughs> so it's, there's Rick Tannehill for the Titans quarterback. <laughs> I um, couldn't. Who does Deontay Johnson play for? Is that the Steelers? Steelers, yeah. Steelers okay. wide receiver. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, you 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 made some comments where you're like bitching at me for, or not bitching at me, but you're like, um, made a where you're tired of hearing me bitch about points scored against each year. And he's probably going to be just saying those points scored against each year. Every year, every year, it's the same thing over and over again. I don't care. It's like every year, the same thing. Like my team can't score points. (laughs) (laughs) I say it every year. Again, here we are. I don't say any twenty. I don't. I go from one to ninth place. My team doesn't score points. What (laughs) do you want me to do about it? I don't care about it anymore about being most points scored against just because of the uh, the fifth and sixth spot being based off of total points. I'm cool with it now. You keep uh, bringing it up, though. I keep, I, well, maybe, but I'm just kind of now I'm just more like, oh, weird, most points scored against. And it's a little bit easier for me to say that when I'm also leading the league in points. Yeah, um, and it's, you know, I still say it, oh, weird, I'm the one that doesn't score most points, uh, sans slip. Yeah, which I think he's on my heels actually. He's, well, I think he broke away from him a little bit last week, so uh, we're getting man, we're already double digit week of yeah. week ten. It's rivalry week, 10. week. Did you see that? Rivalry week, and it's me versus you listed in there. Am I your rival in the league? Apparently so. If you had to pick, who's yours? Within the division or without? Out the either both. All right, so let me go. I'm going to start off with in the, in the division, my rival. And why? Okay, in the division. This, is, this one's easy for me. It's Mike. Okay. And it's because of his name. It's because of his <laughs> hatred for me. And I want to be the better Norton. Okay. So that's, a, that's an easy rival. We're both four and five. We might want to put a wager on this later on. Uh, it looks like I'm about 19 points behind him at this point in terms of points for. I wouldn't mind putting a wager on him. Maybe he'll uh, call in le- next week and and propose something towards me. But I would uh-huh. say within the division. So you're going Mike. So you're going Mike is my rival. Okay. So you're going Michael this year, and then overall, either overall this year, overall year to year. Who who's your rival if you had to pick one, and why is it Rusty? 
I yeah, I guess it would have to be. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like losing to Rusty. Why? I don't know. I just don't like losing to Rusty. It's something internal. Yeah. I I couldn't even really explain it. I feel it's like just, in the off season, you guys are gonna. You, we need to like have a little. Here's get the crazy thing. Where I can be the, Here, the mediator. Here's the crazy thing about it is. I win in everything else imaginable, maybe outside of financials, right? But sports-wise, I can pound him in anything. And so I don't know why the rivalry is there embedded because it, if you looked at and if we had our uh, NCFFL stats department pull this up, he would throttle me in every sort of category there is to man. I mean, record, points for – uh, points everything I'd just get pummeled so I don't know why I think it's it it's as simple as I don't like losing to Rusty yeah and it might be something like the the who's the Chicago Cubs rival that would be the St. Louis Cardinals Cardinals how's that yeah. come about that's kind of a random rival right well they're in the same division I mean I know division but like I mean geographically it's kind of hard to... No, not really, because it it's kind of separates the state in the half, right? So you have Chicago has in the northern part of Chicago, you're either a South Sider or a North Sider, White Sox or Cubs. Uh-huh. But then once you get into the suburbs and the middle part of the state, everything starts getting separated. So you lose all the White Sox fans because there isn't any, and you either becomes a Cubs fan or a Cardinals, uh, Cardinals fan. Okay, all right. So, well, it could be something like that, but, um, well, I'm, I'm no glad. could. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. All right. I, <laughs> what I, about I you? Uh, I, well, give, first, me a divi- give me a inside division or league. And then I want overall overarching. Mine ne- is nemesis. And it could be one in the same. Mine is one in the same. And it's an easy one for me. And it's. None other than the goat Chaz himself. I don't he fuck him and his broken philosophy that's yielded these false positive results over the past three or four years. He his philosophy and my philosophy are the complete opposite. He calls me Billy Bean, which I appreciate. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. And but it's just part of me. I was just pissed off that we keep losing to a guy who drafts three defenses and rosters three defenses for the year and thinks he's like this wizard because he understands what to do. So he, he would be mine, but so go ahead. I was going to say, so like John in previous years and still even this year, like I think we can all agree that John was born with or made a deal with the devil where horseshoes and rainbows and lucky charms live within this kid well well and i'm glad you bring that up and it's the same thing for Chaz. and i think Chaz actually has overtaken john with the lucky charms leprechauns and horseshoes because it is absolutely amazing yeah my thing the the breaks that he i feel like Chaz is not some like his philosophy, he asked me what his philosophy was, and I said, it, oh, it's draft and hope. 
That's all he does. He just he drafts, and depending on how his draft those players play, he either that's why he rarely Chaz rarely ever finishes like in the middle of the league. He's either always in the bottom or always at the top. Is because his draft is either really good and he hits on everybody, or it just kind of falls apart and he doesn't really know how to like fix it. Right. But I mean, look at his <clears throat> squad. Who? Chaz? Yeah. Like, if we looked at, and we've talked about this in the past, like, who do we not want to face, right? It's, it's Rusty yeah. and Brad was, has been kind of the common theme there. If you pop open his lineup, here it is, Deshaun Watson. And I'm going to fuck up these names. <laughs> <laughs> it's Deontay. Deontay Johnson. Whatever. Something Myers. Jay Myers. Chris Carson. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jacoby Myers. From? James Robinson. From New England NC Patriots. State. Uh, over old Rob Gronkowski, old Leonard Fournette, Debo Samuel, who's been hurt and whatever. Then he's got like fucking Cole Beasley. McCaffrey Grant has been hurt, but that's the sort of like luck that he gets, right? He's been piecing it together this year. Gurley, past couple years. Tyree past Kill, couple years. Brady. Yeah, past couple years, he had the points. But I, yeah. So I but know. like, you look at that squad and you're like, oh, I can, I can win that game. Oh, I have twice this year. Oh, oh. So, but I'm glad you kind of bring it up because with, and I encourage. Maybe you need to take a week off sometime, Joe, because I came back refreshed. I'm ready to roll. I had all these content ideas. I saw, ooh, it's rivalry week. So guess what I did. <laughs> I reached out to the other eight GMs, and seven of them responded with who their rival is. Do you want to hear? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Right after this, and that's what we call a tease. (laughs) Right right. after a word from our sponsor. So speaking of Chaz, when I texted him, his response was himself. Since no one really wants me in the league, you all can kiss my ass. Plus, no one even compares to my achievements. Jesus. So that's why I was like, I was like, fuck you and all that bullshit. I'm your rival. Let's roll. And he said, okay. Plus, I'm 2-0 and this year. And then he kept telling, 2-0 against, against uh, Chaz this year. So let's bring it. Let's see what happens. Okay, so we got Chaz. Then we got Pittman. Who do you think Pittman's said his rival is? I would say, oh, this could be good. I Immediately, I wanted to say Brad, but I'm going to go with Chaz. See, that would be the natural one, right? Like the cop and the, the uh, lawyer, and they've yeah. kind of had some banter back and forth. No, he takes a shot at me and you. Whoa. And he says usually. Left who field. I- he says, usually whoever is vying for last place, who he's trying to battle it out of last place with, so it's he's either got a me point. or you. He's got a point. <laughs> I don't know about you. I, me, I mean, yeah. I know. I was kind of offended. <laughs> and I said, but, but then he also said he didn't have to worry about that this year because of where Brooks is. So That's he's just kind of riding around. So uh, Brian said that his rival was me. Because I punched him, because I punched him in the face one time on the couch after he was beating me, and the other time he and I left Woody's, the sports bar in Cary, where with we the big screen, with with like nine big screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
where he and I would have won $1,000 because we picked all the 1 and 4 o'clock <laughs> games. But I made them leave because my guys were sucking after the 1 p.m. games. <laughs> so ever since then, it's been like nine years, Brian. Let it go. So Let you're go. two for two in rivals right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and then Brooks. You want to guess who Brooks is? Um. I'm going to go three for three with you. Nope. His is Mr. Golden Horseshoe himself, Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Yep. He says, Brooks says, and I quote, luck has followed that guy ever since gambling on midnight club racing from East 170 <laughs> and now to the NCFFL. Fuck Dalvin. <laughs> I think Dalvin dropped like four touchdowns on him or something. He's dropped four touchdowns on everybody yeah. the last four weeks. Yeah. So we had that. Me. Then we got uh, old Johnny. I heard from Johnny. He said his rivals in the league are Brian, Brad, and you, Joe. Multiples. Yeah, and here's why. Because y'all are the only other ones, only other GMs in the league that haven't won a championship. <laughs> and, then <laughs> <he fair>. followed, <laughs> and then he followed it up and said, now that he thinks about it, it's really only Brian and Brad because Joe <laughs> has no chance of winning ever. God. I mean, that's the a disrespect shot right that I get. It's just unreal. Yeah. But it's, va- it's, it's yeah. valid. It's valid disrespect. Yeah. Um, I've, I've yet to hear from uh, Michael Norton yet. Um, and then I heard from Brad. Brad said he would like to say his bro in law, but it's never really competitive enough to be a rivalry. <laughs> so he's speaking he, about fantasy. Yeah. So. He's going to have to say Rusty because he always seems to be a thorn in his ass. (laughs) And then coming around full circle, we'll bring it all back together. Rusty was the first one to reply when I sent this out. I could have put $1,000 off that. (laughs) And his response was, nothing makes me happier than seeing Joey lose. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't lose outside of fantasy. So that's the tough part. Well, it's fantasy is the thing. So, but that's, that's where all the rivals I didn't. So I think it's what I'm hearing in all this is I think we have a natural rivalry between rusty and Joe. It's embedded. It's, it's embedded deep. But, and I don't know how to change it if we can actually change those around each week or what, or each season. But... I'll tell you what, uh, a championship would really help me out. Yeah. <laughs> championship would help me out too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it try to give you a little bit of uh, a little bit of clout in the league. Yeah. And don't yeah. think I won't take advantage of it either. If that happens, yeah. not trending that direction at the moment, but you never know. It's the year of 2020, and I did pick myself to win, albeit a losing streak of four right now. So, you yeah. never know. You never know. You never know. All right. Well, let's get into kind of the rundown for this week. We'll talk about that. We, oh, we got the Masters going on right now. We got a we yeah. got a Thursday night going right now. Uh, yep. We got the Colts and the Titans um, at the moment. I'm trying to figure out who's winning, and my wife's got keeping with the Kardashians recording Southern Charm and Love After Lockup going, so I'm going to have to – all right, let, let's give it to you. Which one do you want to stop recording, Jared? Keeping up Say, with the Kardashians, Southern Charm, 
or love after lockup? I say choose one. I say keeping up with the Kardashians. I feel like that's going to come on about nine other times over the next 12 hours. Let's get rid of that one. All right. All right, so we got Colton Titans going on right now. Titans have scored. It's 7-0. Colts about to kick a field goal here, 24-yard attempt. We'll see what happens. So what we're going to do, we're going to get, obviously, to the rapid-fire recap week nine edition. Uh, sniff out the pulse of the league, a new segment, Jared, we created a new segment. Um, we've collaborated, we've decided to call it Brooksy's bookies. Yeah, uh, I like it. <laughs> we'll get into that, uh, during the segment. And then we're going to round it off with the week 10 matchups, uh, and our predictions on what's going to happen later on this week. So what do you say we get started huh? Yeah, let's do this. Let's go. It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. All right, welcome into the rapid fire recap, week nine edition. We're going to take a look back at what occurred, the winners, the losers, um, each <clears throat> each matchup. And what do you say we get things started, Jared? Where do you want to start right now, bud? I want you to take a week back or a week off and, and sit back a little bit. You could, you helped run this last week, so let me take care of these. I'm going to run through all these real quick for us, okay? Sure. All right, let's go. First off, I'm going to go ahead and knock myself out. It's me versus Rusty. I take care of Rusty easily behind a 28 spot from Devontae Adams. Thanks again, Pittman. And uh, he, Rusty, he didn't, didn't, didn't quite show up that much. His team was underperformed. I think it was actually his low score of the week, so I'll take it. Um, so going back to earlier where I ain't going to bitch anymore about the high score against me. If I, if I bitch about that, I got to reap the praise when it's a low score, right? Yep. So, But I take Rusty in a big win. Did you know, Joe, that I am 4-0 against Rusty and Chaz this season? Good for you. I mean that's Good impressive, point. right? That I can't wait. Impressive. I can't wait to see how all this just crumbles and falls, and and I bitch and try to figure out a rule change for next year. But anyways, uh, then the next one is you, Joey. You fall to John. You fall to John, all because of Mahomes and Dalvin. God, right? Bless it. But hey, at least it was those guys, though, right? I, I, to, for me, I can never really get mad when it's those guys are the ones that kill me. And it's not like somebody like Jamichael Hasty that he has and some rando that pops off for 20-plus points. Yeah. Um, but that, that's typically the way John does it. How he He's rolls. got, like, two, two or three guys that somehow have, like, you turn around, and it's like, good God, he had another career day. Uh, but Magic we'll mushrooms see. up the it's, ass. Was, he needs to change his name to, like, Mr. Efficiency because that's what all of his players somehow do is just, like, they're so efficient on the, the lack of touches. But, <laughs> but oh, well. Um, but, yeah, jo, uh, Johnny's kind of running ahead there up at the, the other division, and, um, and you're kind of falling there on, what's that, four losses in a row? Four losses in a row Ooh. down to number nine. I'm just behind uh, Brooks at the moment. So that one hurts. That one hurts. Yeah, that one that one stings. That one stings. Um, all right. And then we got let's see. Let's see. All right. In the upset of the week. The upset of the week. Michael 
beats Chaz by less than a point. Unfortunately for Michael, that win would have only counted if he were able to play his entire bench along with his starting lineup. (laughs) (laughs) But because he can't, he gets throttled by the GOAT, who this is the second time, again, Chaz loses to me two times this year, and the following week after a loss against me, he scores 150-plus points. Wowza. So that's pretty good. That's pretty strong. Uh, Fourth game, we got Pittman. Pittman beats Brad behind Evan Ingram's performance. It was a big win by Pittman. Whoa. Especially especially since he guessed right with playing Ingram over Noah Fant since that was the difference. Oh, wait, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You have a concern now. I'm like looking at my shit over here. I'm like, Uh, wait a minute. That's not what I Pittman loses. Pittman loses. (laughs) Pittman loses. Pittman loses because he guesses wrong at tight end again. Right, roll. The best part is, do you know who had Evan Ingram earlier in the year? Uh, I want to yeah, Pittman? Nope. Uh, Mike? Nope. Chaz? Nope. Jared? Do you want a hint? Sure. Who did Pittman just play? Brad. Brad! <laughs> Brad had Ingram and he dropped him. And the revenge narrative was there. Come on, Pitt. You got to play him. So he just keeps guessing wrong at tight end. But if he plays Evan Ingram, he gets that. He who would have get up. He would have gotten a big win because I know those two have that. Uh, that that they do got a nice win. Yeah. I still don't so remember Betty, what it is, but I know it it's was a good something. Bet. I know what's on the line. I don't know. I don't know if it's like total points or wins or wins it's and both. points. It's it's both. It's Brad's got to have more wins and more points. <laughs> Well, I mean, so right. It could be tight. Yeah, I mean, right now, could Pittman's be five and four, and Brad's four and five. So, so it's right there. But in, and he's got to have more wins, so they can't finish with the same. If he finished with the same record, Pittman wins. That's correct. But, but yeah. And then the last matchup we have: death, taxes, and another rock fight in the <laughs> NCFFL East. <laughs> it's amazing, <laughs> Brian versus Brooks. <laughs> Just two bottom scores of the week face each other. God. I feel I feel like it's becoming the norm in that division. I mean, outside of John, who's he's he's doing really well. But it's just it feels like every other week there's like some one of those matches is like in the the two bottom two or bottom two of the bottom three point score and they're always playing each they're other. They're like, how can we uh, try to get the lowest points possible and match those up against divisional people? It's wild though. But uh and then um, that almost had a big swing too. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it's just crazy. But it looks like I mean they you got I mean we got four games to go, right? 10 11 12. Yeah, yeah four four weeks to go and you most of you are going to have to start we're about to start doing the cross divisions for the final. So we'll 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 see what happens. But uh Did you think then, that Brooks was going to win after he took the lead? There was a slim possibility I, that the uh, who who did Brian have going? Because I I gave Brian an over under on Perrine. Oh, at like well, Michael Perrine at like four. I want to say it was like I said over yeah, under that's... like four six, and I yeah. think he said I under. That. He scored four eight. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And uh, yeah, but she, it was just yeah, that's wild. Where he, he, all you needed was him, but. Um, I mean, he, Brooks might have, he might have missed the chance to steal the second win. 
Um, so I don't, yeah, I don't, it might not happen. My favorite statistic so far for the year, though, do you know who Brooks put it started at running back, one of his running backs? Um, for this past he, week? Yeah, past week. He was a Chicago Bear at one point. Well, he, he started two, uh, so Howard. Yeah, Jordan Howard. Do you know what his statistics are for the year? I can look it up, but I'm not going to do that. So let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me okay. guess. I'm not looking I'll, it up. I'll, I'll, okay. So I'll you're just it. saying total, like, fantasy points? Uh, let me tell you. No, not total fantasy points. Total Stats. outside of fantasy. Just yeah. rushes. So he's got, what do you want? He's rushes? Got, he's got – how many rushes do you think he has? He has 35 rushes for – 175 yards, uh, 12 receptions for 30 yards. Okay. He's got 28 rushing attempts, no catches. Oh, my God. The the 28 rushing attempts have yielded 33 yards. Oh, my God. Why is he starting? 28 rushing attempts for 33 yards and four touchdowns. That's not even a yard of rush. It is a yard of rush. Not in my it's game. It's just 33 divided by 20. 28 is less than 33. Not so in it's, my it's game. A, a, but he's got four touchdowns. Let me tell you, I looked it up to see how many points that was. I think it's like 27 or 28 points. And there's only two guys. There's only two guys that are on current rosters right now that have played at least half of the games – and have less points than that. Are any of them on my team? They are both on your team. <laughs> Cam Akers uh, I was gonna and say Le'Veon Cam Bell. Akers and Le'Veon Bell, yeah. Cam Akers and Le'Veon Bell. Keeper! Have both... Cam Akers, keeper! <laughs> Watch out! They both. So, you sit here, we, we knock Jordan Howard, and then we look at it, and we're like, wait a second. So, these two running backs. Good thing you're stacked at running backs and you're just waiting for those two guys to like you're just holding wait. up for just in case. Just waiting. Oh wait, you you're having to start like other dudes that are not that good. So but wait. that's yeah, that's one of my favorite stats right now. So um but but that was the that was the weekend recap. A lot of not outside of that rock fight, that classic East Rock fight. <laughs> wasn't a whole wasn't a whole lot of uh and then Pittman guessing wrong on um on his tight end spot again and then Pittman giving me Devontae Adams. Um, God help me out a lot. Giving them to you. Practically just, nothing. Just helping me out. Yeah. So and then he and then we we made another exchange earlier. Sure today. did. Sure yeah. did. Let's uh maybe we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about you want to talk about that in the, the pulse. pulse of the league. Yeah, so yeah. Solid uh rapid fire recap there. Good to have you back, buddy. Way to go through all those and uh, elaborate on really the only, the only decent matchup there, which was uh, Brian and and Slip there. So let's uh, we'll we'll uh, cap this one off and let's get over to the pulse of the league. Let's check in on the pulse of the league. All right, boys, welcome into the Pulse of the League. We're going to run through, take a gander at both divisions, talk about the league in its entirety, maybe some potential trades there. We kind of just alluded upon it. Um, yeah. Why don't we start there? So we just sniffed it. 
you bring us into that. Tell us how that kind of came to be, excuse me, the conversations that were had, um, any potential trades that were kind of there, but then dissolved um, through discussions. That would be interesting for the rest of the league to know. So uh, talk about it for a sec for us. Well, it's easy for me to talk about it now because the trade – reminder, trade deadline is Saturday. Yeah, I tried to pull something off guess, today. It didn't work. I guess it's midnight Saturday. I don't really know the timing of it or what. I guess before the 1 p.m. games, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But try to get them in. We, we probably should make it – I don't know. To me, it makes – well, it makes more sense to make it before the Thursday night game that week or whatever. But – I don't know. So if if anybody wants to remember, now's the time to bulk it up for anybody who's thinks they're they're good to go and, and needs that one extra piece. Start wheeling and dealing for somebody like Brooks who needs that one extra piece for that second yep. win. Uh, you need to wheel and deal. Now's not the time to be to be hanging on to these uh, potential keepers. Play for this year. Win now. Uh, but no, I got the I got the Pittman. Texted me while I was on the tarmac waiting on the plane to get de-iced. And right when I got it, we were taken off and I really didn't have time to process it or anything like that. He just, he asked me DJ more for Juju. And so I got home when we landed and then Monday I was kind of catching up, looking at everything. And it just, to me, they're the same player, Right. I don't. I mean, it's just it's okay, hit or whatever. miss. I don't. But I mean, this Moore's been more productive it's, this year than than Juju has. Uh, man, it's just hit or miss, right? It's just, they're both of them are like in the same territory. They're the like, same who, play. Who do you want, I mean, who do you the want same to hit or player, miss, with? right? And so, but I hear that Pittman doesn't want DJ Moore, right? And so he he don't want to play DJ Moore. So then I kind of go back and I look at his roster and I kind of was kind of seeing which ones, which, which players I want. And your boy, your boy wanted, uh, I wanted Allen Robinson back. Oh, and I, and I wanted Antonio Gibson back. Oh, and I kind of, I didn't mind James Conner. I wanted maybe take a chance on James Conner. And then I was, I was kind of, I wanted Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Taylor's been struggling. So I just laid it out there. I didn't even want to like go through the whole bullshit with Pittman, and I just put four scenarios out there. I said, let me know if you like any of these. I said, Juju for Jonathan Taylor, Juju for Antonio Gibson, Juju and DJ Shark for Allen Robinson, and Juju and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for James Conner. Wow. And Pittman – is he's he's actually up in Ohio this week um, with uh, Abby's family. They're having the memorial for her mom. So uh, think about that. Brutal. So he didn't really get back to me, understandably. Um, and so he just reached back out to me today, and he's like, oh, I still like the Juju and um, uh, DJ Moore. I was like, well, they're the same player, so I'd rather have Juju because Juju's already passed his sure. bye, where the Panthers are on a bye week 13. Five minutes later, he came back and said he'd do Juju for Jonathan Taylor. And I said, all right. And I like Jonathan Taylor struggling right now. But I like the their schedule is pretty favorable. Moving forward. 
yeah, moving forward. So I'm kind of taking a gamble on maybe he kind of gets the job. I don't know. But I got enough. And then I was able to pick up Jerry Judy on Who the, dropped him? the waiver. Pittman, like a few weeks ago, oh. a couple weeks ago. But I was able to get Judy, and I I think Jerry Judy and Juju are kind of similar. Very. So, I mean, I just went, so I just uh, went ahead and pulled the trigger on that. But So maybe if anybody else heard those other names, if you're, if you're ever interested in one of those, let me know. Come holla yeah, at your boy. Very interesting stuff right there. Are we – will we – the over/under zero point five trades. Any more happening? I'll take the take the under. I'll take over. the over on that. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. You can't be in it. Uh no, because a trade's a trade. <laughs> you can't make. All right, but so, if I think it's a there's bullshit, there's two parties there. Someone's got to make a trade. If I think it's a bullshit I'm not trade, gonna, where you're just I'm making not a trade, trade to get like the... Cam Akers for freaking Jordan Howard. Well, you can't because he dropped him, so you might as well just go pick him up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm not going to do it I for $10. You. It's got to be a legitimate trade. I'll take ten the bucks. Over. Let me write this down. Okay. Over under 10 bucks. carnal knowledge of a female this of time. Of a female. That's $20. Uh, but... The yeah, so so you'll take the over. So you think a trade's going to happen? I'm going to say no. Okay, I'm going to say nobody can get it done. What was yours? What was my trade? Well, well offering. Yeah, well, I guess you. I, mean, I guess you don't have to really kind of divulge oh, if you're still kind of. Working I don't on mind. Something. I'm the owner of the podcast, so I can say whatever the hell I want. So I offered. Um, so I went to the goat. I went to Chaz. Um, Mistake, man. He doesn't make stuff I, like that. You never know unless you ask, right? You know what the cra- real quick. You know what the craziest part about my Pittman trade? What's that? Let me see if I can find the timestamp. So I traded him Juju for Jonathan Taylor, and I have no idea what's going to come out of it, right? Yeah. On October thirtieth. <laughs> October 30th. So that was like, what, 13 days ago? 13, yeah, two weeks from tomorrow. I offered him, (laughs) I offered him Miles Sanders and Gio Bernard for Jonathan Taylor. I think he would have taken that. He said no. (laughs) I know he said no, but I think he probably, looking (laughs) back, would have said yes. So, and that's my, that's the craziest part to me sometimes is when you go back, at towards the end of the season and see the trades that you either said no to or the other person said no to. And being like, oh, but, I wish I made that. Yeah, but Pittman's my boy, man. I love working with Pittman. He's my favorite trade partner. Because he makes trades. Like, he's willing to work. Well, he makes, he's he, willing to he's, work. He's willing to make trades. He's willing to actually, like, go back and forth with you. And it's not just, uh, hey, I'm thinking about this. What do you think about it? And it's just a flat no. Or something, or it's not. Sometimes you can get trade offers, and you just know it's going to be way too far apart to ever be able to like figure anything out. Yeah. All right, so, so let me roll through the trades that were offered and or I offered. So Pittman, Pittman was uh, a suitor for he was uh-huh. he was trying to suit me. 
Uh, he uh-huh. offered Jamison Crowder for Le'Veon Bell. Okay. I said no. Why? I don't need another receiver. I guess that's true. Uh, and I asked him that. I said, tell me why I need another receiver. And he said, the same reason why I do. I said, come on, man. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need another receiver. Why would I want him? And I'm giving up Le'Veon Bell, who, yeah, we know. We know your stats, right? That was one. I declined that one. We might work something else out. But, I mean, for me, just so everyone knows, I need a running back. So I'm willing to work on something for a legitimate running back. So I offered Johnny. I said Cam because he's on a heater. I said I'll give you Cam, Thielen, and Lev Bell for Dalvin Cook and Madison. He declined, understandably, understandably. Yeah. <laughs> but he does have a bye week this week, I think it is. And with um, with uh, what's his name at quarterback? So he's got to figure out. Golf. Oh, not golf. Mahomes. Mahomes. So he's, he's got, got golf. golf what, you know, gaff or golf or can right? So I was thinking, well. Well, he's got golf against the worst Here's the thing. in the he, league. We, him and I, John and I, almost had a trade with, um, with Cook and Mahomes earlier this season dealing with Thielen, um, with Thielen and Metcalf. So I'm thinking, right. like, maybe he might go, you know, Cam, it's an ex-Panther, he's got those ties. I'm thinking, hey, what the heck, I'll just shoot him. So he declined it. That was a decline. Here was the other one. So the one with Chaz. And I thought this one was reasonable. It was Thielen and Bell, Lev Bell, for James Robinson. I thought that was a legitimate play. But he said, no, I like my team. And that's how, that's how Chaz works, though. No, I like my team. That's well, when he's yeah, winning, he likes his team. Yeah, that's how but he it's going to all come crashing yeah. down this year. That team ain't going to survive. So those are the – that's kind survive. of the trades that kind of went through here. Anything, Any other, like, solid points you want to talk about outside of me losing four games in a row? And, and just so that everybody is aware, um, Slip is leading that uh, streak list with six losses in a row. Six. I am at four – um, we do have a win streak sitting at three between John and yourself. Congratulations. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And there is a, a so two who, loss streak with, um, with Michael, but who goes, who goes further me or slip in terms of the loss streak. And I would love the stats department to look this up if they could and really confirm my loss streak that I had of a few years back, which I do believe was like seven or eight in a row. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, I remember that. It was either seven, eight. It or was nine. pretty darn. It was, was a seven. lot. I think it was seven. Nine, nine, nine. And it was very similar I think to kind of what happened this year. Like I started off in first place, really feeling good about my squad, and then all of a sudden, just bucket, just shitter. Yeah, I think you lost like the last seven. I think you were so. What would that be? Thirteen, six. I think you were like five and one, and then you it lost was like unreal. your last seven. Yeah, it went five so and eight. Yeah, that's beats. tough. That's brutal. So let me ask you, who, as of right now, so we're, we, we'll assume Brooks is not making the playoffs. Yes. Okay. 
And then who's the other That's going to be tough because if you look at the standings here, there's a lot of movement with four games left. There's a lot of movement for it. Let's, let's put John, right. let's put Chaz in the playoffs. And quite honestly, I feel confident about putting yourself in there too. Uh, so let's put you three in. So that means we got what three left. Is that right? Is that how my math works? Yep. Um, yep. So I think the three out. Okay. Are those are going to be slip. Um, I think Mike is in that mix. I think Brad, eh, I think Pittman will be in that mix. Oh, yeah. then it comes down. It comes down It'll to be me or Brian. Or Brian and I think it was se- actually like that, that last second. year, wasn't it? What was the big ordeal last year remember. that we got into a huge argument about? Was that like me and Rusty again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was you and Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to you and Rusty. I think I actually won that one, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I yeah, it's, it's yeah. I would say between yeah, me and Brian, it, then we're not separated by that many points. We're talking about 40, 44 points in terms of uh, points. One game. You got who do you play left in your division? Oh, that's a good question. I have to go. Brooks. That's you play it. Brooks next week. So that'll be big. Because if you if, beat Brooks next week, then you'll have five. Yeah, well, you'll have five wins, and in the division, and Brown will only have four. Ooh. So you'll have that tiebreaker on him. That's, that's a, next a week's a big one. one for you. Do I have any buys going on yeah, that week? Because uh, looks like DeAndre Hopkins oh, and. He already had his buy, Joe. Jesus. You think I keep track? I don't think I have any nope. buys. <laughs> no, nope, no buys. Yeah. So, but, uh, all right. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I could, I can see that. I can, I can be, I can live with that. I think the only interesting one to me is, yeah, that second mm-hmm. spot in y'all's division. And then what's going to happen with Pittman? Pittman has this knack. For like every but year. the points is what's killing him whether right it was i i know but that what i'm saying the points always kill him but he somehow always gets wins into where the record yeah. that it happened last year where and the year before or last year i think last year brooks had so like he needs what he needs two more points wins. the same thing he needs to yeah. finish in the top two because he's not going to get it on points Right now, he's not going to get it on points. But what I'm saying is, is that's what Pittman does. Somehow he sneaks in with more. Like he'll, like I could easily somehow see like me, Rusty, and Brad finishing with six wins, and Pittman Ooh. finishing with so, seven. So what do you? Th- and then he so sneaks then you're in. You're saying he's going two and two. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying that's what Pittman. What somehow do you think Pittman does. does? Does he go two and two, or three and one, one and three? I, I think. Let's see. Because this week Pittman's playing Brad. That's a huge game, especially for their their uh, their bet. 
He's playing oh, John. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's got John. Yeah, he's playing John. So, I'd rather have John. I mean, A.J. Brown's struggling. I'd rather have John. And then he and I play next yeah. week. So, that's a big one. And then he plays. And then he's got that's Mike. win. And then, he, and then he's got oh, Brian. Oh, man. I need him to win. I'm going to need so him he, to win that one. But see, this, but, this, see, but see, this is what I'm saying. Like, somehow Pittman will, like, over the next four weeks, Pittman will score the seventh most points over those four point four weeks, but he'll go three and oh, one. Wow. And yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? And he somehow sneaks into the I don't think it's second spot for him gonna... to win against Mike and Brian. I think that his more difficult games are obviously gonna be within that divi- your division. Just as everyone does. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, the only one that's sniffing points with you with that division in the West is John. I mean, he's at Twelve or two. Well, that's why, yeah. So, so that's why me, Rusty, and Brad are all pulling for John to finish in the top two and Pittman not to finish yeah. in the top two. Because then I think the three of us will be pretty good on <laughs> points. So it always comes down to it. It all we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, um, but I don't. Yeah, I think I think I'm with you. I think if I had to pick right now, the four that are going to be out is going to be Brooks, Michael, Pittman, and then it's a toss up between. And like and you, typically every year it comes down to the week thirteen. Uh, you know, whoever wins moves on. Whoever loses, you know, that sort of. That's typically the last yep. like two years or three yep. years. Uh, that's how it's been. So. Oh, and your week 13 matchup where it's going to come down if you win or lose. Rusty. Who do you think you got? <laughs> Rusty. <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to love dropping the L on you and kick you it. out of the playoffs. Oh, man, I can't wait. That's a, it's going to be fireworks. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to that's see. That's a his great way to end, end this segment. How do you, <laughs> how do you, how do you like uh, these I think they're getting better. Though? They're getting better. They're getting the only one. Are there any that you don't like other than the one that's CD's nuts, Joe? It's which is clever, clever but because CD it's, Land is CD Land. I mean, it's been around for a minute. Um, I'm done with what can Browns do for you. That's just I, I don't think that plays. Brian needs to change his name. Uh, Slip. I think it goes without saying. Do something there. Galladay is proved. I mean, change I mean, at this point. Do, do you just drop I mean, every day? Every point? day, the dude's doubtful. Every, every, every no, it's day not. is not a holiday because every the dude's day not is on the a field. holiday. So that guy, he's just not yeah. even playing. Yeah, uh, the goat pisses me off because so. he never changes it, and he's still at the top. So that always, yeah, gets me aggravated. I love Rusty's. I think that's great. And outside of that, so we're really talking about Chaz, Brian. John and Slip. That's what we're talking about. Other than that, I yeah. think people have been doing pretty yeah. well. Um, yours, I thought, was creative. Right. I assume. Yeah. So, I th- yeah, and I'll change it each time. But I don't then, understand the Graham cracker. I guess he's got Jimmy Graham. I think he's playing Jimmy Graham. Uh, so, I guess a, he's the yeah, Graham cracker because of Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham fucking sucks. <laughs> but my question with that is, do you think Brad thought of that on his own or did he Google that? Uh, I think he thought of that as on his own because he does have Graham as a child's name. 
Oh, I, I guess that's true. Of, yeah. I didn't I'm think about that, that segment. He he created that one himself. Okay, so child, child abuse. Yeah, Got but it. it is kind of an oxymoron because Graham, Jimmy Graham is black and crackers are typically white. So Graham cracker, it's like the black cracker. I'm digging in too yeah. deep on this one, so let's move on. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, we'll move on. That's a, that's a good one to end on. All righty, boys. That was the Pulse of the League. Glad you all enjoyed it. Let's move on. The night got deathly quiet, and his face lost all expression. Said, if you're going to play the game, boy, you got to learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table there'll be time enough for counting when the deal is done it's time for Brooksy's Bookies every gambler knows that the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away Alrighty, boys, welcome into a new segment called Brooksy's Bookies. Jared and I are going to talk about some potential uh, bets that we may or may not make. Probably we will make. Um, I'm going to let Jared take the lead on this one. I, I, and I, think, I think first first off, I think we need to recap here. Because just so all the GMs know, most of the discussion during Brooksy's Bookies segment is going to be centralized around Slip's team. Okay? I think we can all agree to this. Oh, yeah. However. Oh, yeah. It's the most fun. It's, it's the, the most, most fun, fun weekly, weekly thing, thing that, that we, we do. do. However, I will be giving updates on current bets that we do have around the league. So, for example, um, John and I bet Brad last week that um, – Lockett would outscore Thomas from week eight to week 13. So I'm going to give an update on that. So week eight, Lockett was 5.3 to Thomas's zero, obviously. Last week, Lockett scored six points to Thomas's 7.6. So we have a total right now of 11.3 for Lockett and 7.6 for Thomas. So I'm going to keep that as a running total there. What I'm going to have to do is also keep track of Brad and, and Pittman. I haven't done so yet. Um, well, I think that'll be more interesting two weeks out, so I'll, I'll probably give a recap on that. Um, and just so that everybody does know, because earlier on the pod, Jared and I did discuss this, so for $10, I'm taking the over on a trade at .5. So hopefully somebody can get a trade done before the trade deadline on Saturday. So that's what we got going on right now. Also for the record, I am three and O on the Brooksy's book or bookie Brooksy's bookies corner. Uh, three weeks in a row, bet the under very and over under marks, uh, but took the under each time and, or Jared took the over and I hit like a gem. Um, so what do you got this week for us, Jared? Let me hear what you got. Cause this is the first time I'm hearing things. All right, let's see. So you've always set them in the past. I'm going to set it this time. You got Brooks's roster pulled up for this week? I can get it pulled up. 
It says a bunch of zeros. Nah, just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm setting the over under at 115.5. So for the projections, it's at a 121.37. So you're saying right. uh, for week 10, over under a 115.5. Yeah, you gonna take the under or the over? Yeah, I'm gonna stay that under. with the under on this one. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm gonna take the over. <laughs> Obviously, I want the over. All right, so I'm, I'll take the under. This this bet is always twenty dollars. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right, so here's my I other am one. ready, and ready? I have not heard these, so I'd be interested. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to – how much money would you bet for 100 to 1 odds, 100 to 1, that Brooks makes the playoffs? Or is that a bet you do not want to touch? Hundred to one. one. So, yeah. and I'm not very good at math. Jonah Smith scored touchdown. Thank you. Um, yep. On your bench. So basic. So so five bucks. Yeah. What is so, what do I net? At, so five bucks yeah, would be five hundred dollars. I would say. Would you take that? Hundred to one odds for Brooks to make well, the playoffs. My my guess would be four, how much four money, weeks to go. Like what is it? Uh, is it? Are we talking ten dollars, twenty dollars, five dollars, a dollar? I'd probably so do five hundred dollars. I got another. I got another one for it. if you want it. Two hundred and fifty to one that he wins the playoffs. Wins the playoffs. Can you be more specific? Wins the whole thing. The, Wins the championship. whole thing. Wins All the right, championship. I will take that. On what number? Five dollars. Five dollars. Let me write this shit down because that's expensive. So two hundred and fifty to one. Let's say a dollar. Two hundred and fifty to one. I'm. 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 Championship. Brooks, I'll take it. One dollar. I should bet more. I don't. I don't think there's any way he can win it. All right. The playoff one. If you were to do like, like twenty to one. No, 25 to 1, I'd bet like 5 or 10. Because there's still a chance with points. That's the only thing that kind of kills. So which one oh, are you taking? Are you taking the, the one for the championship for sure? So that's, that's for, for the dollar. And that's wins if he the wins the championship. I pay you 250 pay or you pay me 250. 250. Okay. All right. 
So to make the playoffs, I would bet five dollars. You will bet five dollars that he makes the playoffs. Are you taking? Are you taking, like the twenty to one? Let's 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 take that one off. We'll just do the two fifty to one to win the championship. I'll take that one. A dollar, okay, for him to win it. I don't think it's gonna happen. Hey, you could be two hundred fifty dollars richer. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Here's the better ones that I'm I ready. like. Are you ready for yeah. this? These are more interesting. I'm going to go. Ten to one. Ten to one. For a $10 bet. So I pay $10. If I win, you give me a hundred. If I yeah. lose, I give you ten. That Brooks will be the high score this week. So, I give you a hundred bucks if he wins. If he finishes with the high score this week, I get a hundred dollars. Based on what lineup? Whatever lineup he puts out there. He's the high score of the week. I see a lot of questionables up there. <laughs> do you like that one, or do you? No, like, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that. Or I Do you want to take that one? I'm or taking do you take this one. Jared, high school. So ten bucks. Okay. 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 What's your next one? Three to one. Three to one that he finishes last in points this week. <laughs> Are you hedging? <laughs> You're trying to hedge your bets? <laughs> Do you want that? We'll leave that one off. Did he finish last? Did he finish? Do you think he, fin- so, did you- he finished last week? Yeah. How many he's weeks finished like, has he's he finished, finished last, last like in a row? Uh, he finished so he last last week. Last right, week. Look at week eight. He f- he he finished last in week eight. Eighty nine seven two barely barely. He did not. He did not. He did not finish last in week seven. He finished last in week six. He didn't finish last in week five. So two of the three. Typically, last I would feel last. confident about this, but my team is so bad right now in terms of scoring points that I don't feel confident about that. All right. No, so you want I to avoid didn't that. say I want to. Don't want to avoid it. I want to adjust the odds to it. So I'm saying, What's the- well, you might have to give me odds on this because. Right now, Brian Brian's the I'll one give you the that odds. is I'll... sitting in terms of projected points at the lowest amount at 105. Slips sli- slips right at the middle right now. I guess actually Mike too, right at 105. So slips at a 121, which is admirable, right? That's that's okay. Yeah. That to me says he's got a legitimate player. The problem is he's got like four questionable guys on his team right now. 
and who knows how the hell that's going to play out. Um, I think Montgomery's got a concussion he's trying to work out. I don't know about Tanya and Galladay. I don't think it's going to play. Cooper Cup, you never know. He could go banana lands. Um, so, no. You know, I'm going to stay away from that one. I'm a I'm a okay. educated gambler. I'm going to stay away from that one. I know when to say no on certain bets, and that one's just uh, – I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think he'll score – did we already do over under? We did one fifteen. Yeah, I think he'll he'll he's gonna be at like one ten, one oh eight. And I think that's gonna be plenty. Oh, this is the week. This is the week. I'm about to get a I'm about to be I'm about to be $120 richer. He's this is gonna be the week Brooks makes his push for the playoffs and starts scaring people. Stop it. I think what is there any bet? My other only I have two other bets. The only one with Brooks is that he wins outright this week. Any money on that? He beats Michael this week. Hold on a second. Let me look at this matchup here. So we're looking right now at a 121 to 105. We'll get into that on the week week 10 matchups here. He's got Tannehill sitting on his bench, probably wise. Wentz is playing New York. Jackson against New England. Um, God, there's so many question marks because of his questionable players there. Same with Mike and, and Mixon. I mean, if Mixon's playing and he's got 13 points sitting on his bench right now with, uh, with Hines. That dude hadn't practiced in like two and a half Well, that's my point. He's weeks. got like Hines sitting on his bench with 13, uh, now 14-4. Uh, uh, used to be an ex-player of mine. Glad I dropped him. Oh, this has got a loss written for Mike written all over it, which is fine for me. I don't mind Mike losing. It's just I'd I'd go lower. I'd go lower with it. I'd go like ten dollars. I'll take Mike. I don't feel confident. I don't. How about five bucks? You Ah, take Mike, I take five dollars. All right. I'm betting all I'm betting all on my man. This week, some one of these weeks, it's got to hit for you, bro. This is Come like on. consistently betting on black because you know black's going to eventually hit, right? Yeah. All right, all right. My my last one, and this doesn't have anything to do with Brooks. My last one is Pittman. Okay. Okay. Does Pittman guess wrong at tight end? All right. Well, hold on. Let me get to Pittman. I'm trying to figure out always my backup. I I don't know the I don't know what that I'll, I do know what that means. Okay. Uh, so right now he's got Evan Ingram in. Um, he's got Fant on his bench and anyone that he decides to pick up. So we're assuming. How how, how do you want this? Do you want this to be Ingram or just whoever he puts in the starting lineup? Whoever's on the bench is better. And is and is that combined does points he guess, or just yeah. a single point? So does he guess wrong? Does does the guy on his bench score more than the guy wrong? on his that he started? Um, oh how much do you want to throw on it? Do you think he guesses right or wrong? Would you rather start Ingram or Fant? <laughs> it's a fucking toss-up. 
Uh, I think this week he guesses right. I I would I okay. Think so, fan. but that's that's not the question. The question is right. Does okay, he guess okay. right or not? Quite, okay. And you asked me, so I said he guesses right. All right, I'll say he guesses wrong. Well, I'll say whatever tight bench, end is on so his bench will sense. score more points. I'll say whatever tight end is on his bench will score more. So if if it was the other way around, you I still think, think he, he guesses, guesses right? right? I think he guesses wrong. Yeah. Five bucks. Guesses right, right. on tight end. Five dollars. All right. Here, here's one for I me. I like it. And this goes back to slip. And this this goes around our boy, Galladay. I've had a long hatred for this guy. I just – I don't know why. Maybe it's because he's a lion. So to run through his, his previous weeks uh, since, since week one, zero points, zero points, week – Okay. He didn't play those two games. Three, uh, week three, 14 7. Week four, 14 4. Weeks five by. Week six, 12 5. Week seven, 14 4. Week eight. Did he play? He got, he got hurt. During the game? He got hurt. First quarter, yeah, zero first points. First quarter, he got hurt. Week nine, zero points. Did he not? He didn't play. Didn't week play. 10, he's listed as questionable, right? He's not going to play. Still not practicing. Remains sideline Thursday. Looking He's towards not gonna missing. Play. All right, so never mind. I I can't. Play. Yeah. I I wanted to, I wanted to put some money on that. So, well, let's do something else. Let's no. do a Brooks tight end. Slips tight end. Fucking Robert Ooh. Tanyan. Okay. Over under, Robert Tanyan, who by the way has a thirty, fucking point game on week four unbelievable um he scored one point last week 10 points the week before and four the two weeks prior to that so week 10 against jacksonville over under 7.7 points under 7.7 all right and how much you want to put on that I'll take the over. I, I don't want to take the over, Five. but I will. <laughs> Five. I was probably going to take the under on whatever number you said. <laughs> I would have taken the under on like 4.9. So, Robert Tanyan, you're taking the under at 7.7 seven for $5. All right. What else do we – anything else under the – the Brooksies, Bookies type of – I don't think so. If anybody else wants in on any of this action, let, like, us, let know. us know. Um, let us, if if you not like any of these, if you like your own, let's, what let's I, get weird with this, man. Everybody's like – loves the – Everybody, we have the podcast. We have the uh, – where we, we get together on draft weekend. We do all this stuff, and we tell all of our friends and family and coworkers. And they're like, man, that sounds awesome. And now we're at well, – now we're adding – gamble into it i mean let's if, do this here's what i would recommend so any of the gms that are listening to the podcast hopefully all of them one thing that i would recommend is you call in 
create a voicemail and say something like, um, over under Tyler Lockett scoring 10.5 points this week. I'll take the under for $10 against one of you or against both of you. And that'll allow Jared and I to either take the bet or, or not take the bet. But at least we understand what's the over under, what, what's the dollar amount associated to it, and then we'll take it. We'll keep track of it. Uh, obviously we got each other's Venmo so we can figure all that stuff out. But I think that would, I think that would be great. We can add it into Brooksy's bookies segment. Um, anything else? If you guys want to get in on the Brooksy's bookie bets on all things Brooks, um, we can do that as well. Like if you want to set an over under for Brooks's team and call and say, Hey, uh, Hey, it's Brad. Um, I'm going to set my over under for Brooks's team at 108. I'll take the under on that for 10 bucks. And then Jared and I will talk about it and we'll say, all right, I'll take that or no, I won't take it. I think that's a solid segment. Yep. Keep that going. Yep. Rusty, if you want to call in and say whatever, yeah. you're going to score more points than Joe this yeah, week, get go for it. Let's, let's hear it. I'll be happy to do that. Let's so, do it. That's our new segment. Brooksy's bookies. We're going to ru- Ride her till she bucks us. Uh, currently, I'm three and zero. And for the big bet this week, you're taking the over at one fifteen point five, and I got the under one fifteen point five. Yep. That's the magic number this week. Alrighty, boys, let's get into the uh, week ten matchups, eh? Week 10 matchups. Here we go. Alrighty, boys, welcome in to the week 10 matchups. We're going to go through each and every game this week, talk about the winners, at least who we think are going to be winners and potentially the losers as well. So, uh, Jared, I want to start with. I think we should start with this game right here. So let's go to Brian versus Brad. We have a five and four team with Brian currently listed at a 107.75 when I started taking notes. And Brad's at a four and five squad at a 135.26, hitting that 135 mark. Who do you got winning this one? Brian currently has Derrick Henry going. He's only got 6.2 points. They are at the half. So well under his projected mark, but who do you got in this one? It's a this is a tough matchup for Henry, and and it's, I know. this is the thing that scares me about Brian's team is when Henry doesn't go, Brian's team just does not perform. And I'm looking at the guys that are on Brian's roster, and then I look over at Brad's, and I'm like, oh Diggs, he's oh Russell, oh Michael Thomas, oh oh Kurt, Chris Godwin, oh uh, as you would say James Graham. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I just – yeah, I think Brad's going to pull this one out. I think Green Bay's defense against Jacksonville is going to be good. Um, I don't know if Chubb will play. Uh, if Even if he doesn't, I don't think it matters. I think this is going to be – I think Brad's going to be in the 140s, and I don't know if Brian's going to hit 100. Brad's not sniffing 140. Because um, I don't think Chubb's going to play. I don't think Thomas is going to do well either. 
Uh, obviously, I got to bet against Thomas. I hope that he continuously does bad. Um, I think I think Brad's going to win. I just don't think he's scoring 140. I'm I'm thinking more in the 115, 120 range to to Brian's 100, 97, you know, maybe 95 uh-huh. range. Uh, uh, much is going to depend on Derrick Henry tonight. If Derrick and Henry can squeak out a 17-point game, I think that puts him right back into the mix. Um, as long as he can get some action from Auk, uh, as long as uh, Tua can perform playing the Chargers, that'll be an interesting matchup because we're looking at Herbert versus Tua there. But I, I think overall this one's got to be going to Bradley there. He's going to love that win. He needs the win for his, uh, his bet against Pittman. And so I think he pulls this one off. I'm going to say, like I said, I, I think it's going to be like 125 to 101. Okay. Something like that. So, All right, let's move on to the next matchup. We are going to look take a look at Pittman and John. So we have a, at least when I took this, a 130.73 Pittman's team a five and four versus John six and three at a one thirty seven point oh six, pretty evenly matched um, teams right here. The unfortunate thing is Johnny is having uh, Brown only going for two point six. So AJ Brown only sitting at two point six points at the half. That's kind of concerning for him. Who do you got in this matchup? Because this is going to be a tough one. Cross cross division rivals here. Yeah. Um... I mean, he just got Juju. So, I mean, does it, I mean, golf against the worst rush D, Dalvin against the Bear. I mean, that's tough. Aaron Jones could be good. Dookie Johnson might be good. Antonio Brown, look over. I still think John pulls it out. Um, I don't know how. We never do know how. We never, we never know, know how. how. We never know why. Never we never know how. know how. He somehow always does it. Uh, but John's going to win this one, and I think he's probably. He, I think he'll underperform a little, and I think Pittman, I think John's going to be around the one upper one twenties, and Pittman around the upper teens, one teens. Um, but I think it's going to come down to the uh, the the tight end spot for Pittman too. I think he guesses wrong there. Um, it looks like so far he made might have made a good trade for at least this week with Juju versus uh, Jonathan Taylor, so that's good for him. So you're winning there, Pittman. Yeah. I just don't think you're going to win the week. I don't. I don't know where to go on this one. I think this is going to be one of our closest matchups of the week, and this this game could potentially come down to Monday night and Dalvin Cook. He's got the Chicago's bear defense. Now, granted, and he's got Robinson going that, that night as well. Granted, Robinson's been playing okay. He's, he was in concuss- concussion protocol earlier. I, don't, I, I think he's going to play. And their defense is good, but it's not great. And Dalvin Cook is great from what I've seen over the last four weeks. So – it's really going to come down to that game. Does Dalvin Cook score 25-plus points? I would have to say yes at this point. Who? If, if he scores 25-plus, I think John wins. 
If he doesn't, I think Pittman wins. I think it's going to be one of those type of games. So I'm going to put that down on there. Um, just just for you know reference here, Dalvin Cook, his last few games, 38 points. <laughs> Fuck you. 37 points. Uh, he had a bye week. He was out. And then 17, 27, 24. So consistently he's averaging right around that 25 to like 28 point margin. So it's, it's unbelievable, but it's expected from him. And, and that's the thing is Johnny expects to get 25 points from this guy every week. Yep. I mean, yeah. So that's the way I see it. If cook scores 25 plus John wins, if he doesn't, Johnny loses. It can't happen like every game though. So that's why I think John needs to look at trying to move him. Try to look at see what you can get for Dalvin. I've been trying try and see what you can get for Dalvin, and and uh, go from there. I've been pecking at it, so we'll see what happens. All right, let's move on. Game number three. Let's dive into Rusty and Chaz. So we got Rusty and Chaz, Duck Hunter versus the Goat. Chaz sitting at a six and three record of one twenty eight point zero six versus Rusty five and four to one twenty six point zero nine. Nobody's got anyone going tonight, and this is the most evenly matched game that we have going into the weekend. Uh, in divisional game, who do you got going in this one? I don't think Duke Johnson plays for Rusty, so I'm assuming he will end up plugging in. I guess Ronald Jones, I guess. I don't know. It's a legitimate yeah. switch. So I don't think he plays. Um, I don't know if Debo Samuel's going to play, so I guess he's, he's got to throw in Cole he's Beasley. Doubtful. Yeah, and uh, I think Rusty's going to pull it out. I don't think John, I don't think Chaz is that good. I think he still kind of like lingers on with some wins. Um, but I think Rusty will pull it out. Aaron Rodgers will have a good game. Keenan Allen will have a decent game. It'll be Deontay Johnson versus Chase Claypool. I think Claypool scores. I think Kamara will be Kamara. I don't know about Chris Carson. Yeah, I think Rusty's going to win. I thought about this one for a little while earlier today as I was kind of doing my notes. And <laughs> there's no doubt. I definitely want to choose Chaz here. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. I can't. Um, does, that the pain, reason, does that pain you to pull for it, Rusty? It hurts a little bit, but it hurts <laughs> less because it hurts less because he's not in my division. Oh, yeah. And here's what I think is going to happen. Rusty's going to make a statement with this win. And I think finally Chaz is going to realize um, some of the potential errors that he may have within his lineup that could be problems moving forward. I think Rusty puts the throttle down on him. Rusty goes to six and four, puts Chaz down to six and four. I don't know. I'd have to look at the total points for to see what happens there. He's at a 12 to a 182. Yeah, I think actually, I think Rusty surpasses him this week in points. And he takes Chaz. the lead there. He goes, he's going to go from four to one. 
and put Uh Chaz Chaz. on the back burner this week. A big statement win from Rusty. As much as it pains me, I think he pulls this one off. Uh Uh-oh, Chaz. Watch out. All righty, let's go to Slip and Mike. You and I both made bets on this game, so the rest of the pod knows kind of where we side on it, or at least who we want to win. But any other analysis on there, just for reference there, I chose Mike to win. You chose Slip to win. We got some money on the line for that one, just a measly $5.00. Um, currently Mike's at a four or five record at a one twelve one three to slips one and eight record at a one twenty one point three eight. I don't see anybody going except for Tannehill, Davis, Wilkins, and Naheem Hines sitting with twenty on the bench for Mike. That one hurts. Yeah, um, that hurts. Uh so owned Naheem Hines a few weeks ago, so that one hurts. That hurts. So who do you got? Uh obviously you got Obviously, I got Brooks. What happens? What happens? How does Slip pull this one off? How does Slip score more than 115.5? I think he easily scores 115. I think he's in the top 115 or 115.5. I think he scores way over that. I think he's going to be easily in the top three at least. And I'm going to gamble that he's going to be the high score of the week this week. You and so I just, I, yeah. So I just don't think I don't. I, yeah, I don't. There's no way I'm taking Michael with this. I don't think Mixon plays, and so, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I got to take my boy Brooks. I after mean, Brooks looking, is getting. I think I mean, Brooks is getting. At, the, he's gonna get the elusive second win, and he's gonna be celebrating in the streets because he doesn't have to wear the brokini. After looking at his squad versus like Russ's squad that we just saw, you think that he's gonna be. Points leader, week 10. I think he's got a shot. I think I think Carson Wentz could be good. I think Lockett could be good. I mean, Lockett might go throw up six or seven. He might throw up 17. I think Brandon Cooks could be good. I don't know if Montgomery plays. Mike Davis could get enough. I think – I think I even think J.D. McKissick might be surprisingly kind of good for the Redskins. I don't think Galladay plays, so I think he throws in Christian Kirk, and I think Christian Kirk might go for his classic like six catches 12. for for uh, six catches for 104 yards and two touchdowns or something. <laughs> his classic. I'm, I'm, is, that a, look, is that a Kirk classic? Go look at his stats. Pull up his numbers. He does. Look at his last three games: <laughs> Week nine, twenty point eight seven, eighteen. Week six, twenty one. Week five, ten, and then a downhill from there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he could yeah. for sure. I played him. I was he was on my he was on my starting roster on uh, week five or week seven. Was he Seattle. on Slip's bench for each one of those high scoring games? That's the question. No, he was on my starting roster week seven for Seattle. Oh, he got me those eighteen points. He got me those, and then I dropped <laughs> them. And then Slip picked them up, and he played them. I think played them last week. Buddy. He got those 21 points from Christian Kirk, and he still didn't win. <laughs> still didn't score over 91. <laughs> still didn't score over 91. Oh, man. Right, well, I'm going to take up. Mike on this one. Um, I really wish that he had Hines playing. Obviously, he doesn't. Hopefully, he gets a positive outlook from Mixon, and he can throw Mixon in, Mixon in the lineup. 
I, I think Mike pulls this one out barely. It's going to be, as we said with like Pittman and, and John and that game, I think this one's going to be equally as close, but it's going to be 115 Mike to slips 108. It's going to be tight, but Mike's going to pull this out. Although I wouldn't mind a slip victory at like 108 to 100 because that helps me with Mike. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind that, but obviously I want – I want the best outcome for me in terms of cash flow into my pocket. So I'm going to take Mike at the 115 slip right. at a 108 and see what happens here. So let's get up to the main, the main, main game here. Oh, the main slate. The main slate. It. Me versus you. Co-host versus co-host. The standard empty kicker location from Jared Campbell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got Tennessee going tonight. They're currently giving me nine points, which is okay. Oh, they held them. I feel good about that. Was that fourth and goal? It was, and they held them. That's a big win for my defense right there. Yeah. Wow, that was massive. You should Uh, get extra points for that. Yeah. I don't know about that. So before the game started, I had you listed at a five and four record, one ten to thirty five. Obviously, you're not starting a kicker. Um, and then I was at four and five with a one twenty seven point four six, probably the highest projection that I've ever had in the history of the NCFFL. Where are you at going? One twenty nine. One twenty seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's pretty bad. All right, where are you going? Uh, Obviously, I have an idea. Uh, first of all, let, let me say this. I carry the pod. You are a co-host of the pod. I think you, the pod is much better with you on it, not only for us, but for the GMs that listen to the pod. It's more entertaining. We have good flow. But to be clear, the pod doesn't work unless I'm on it. That's very true. I will give you props that you are the one that does all the behind the work stuff that I have no idea. Like if and I, I said to early, my knowledge, I said I, I said earlier, I said earlier, Joe, you need to take a week off and so you can come back refreshed. We probably wouldn't have a pod that week because I wouldn't know what to do. Well, to my knowledge, <laughs> I don't take days off. I and don't, I don't, I, and I don't, you've had, I don't two, know how to, <laughs> you've had two weeks off one each year. I give you a week I think off. three weeks. I think, three weeks. I, think <laughs> last, I think last year I was gone like on two Thursdays. So, so yeah, I, I don't was, take yeah. weeks off. Yeah. So I got no fucking clue about this matchup. I mean, you still got those three wide receivers that are really good. And so you don't. Which one do you think is not good? Because you said I don't three. know. I mean, Thielen's kind of. I mean, is is Thielen and the Bears? So I don't. I don't know. I mean, they. The the thing with me with him is like the Vikings just want to run the ball, and I don't know if he just gets enough opportunities for a kind of a bad matchup. Okay. I guess so. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't scare me like Fuller, Metcalf, and Hopkins. I'd even say Darren Waller scares me more than Adam Thielen. And 
But then the Gordon and Swift are like, ugh. I mean, yeah. But then, <laughs> I'm I mean, right there with you. So then I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, is I mean, if Joe Mixon doesn't play, do I throw in Gio Bernard? Maybe. And does does uh, now? There's no maybe about that. You do it. Yeah, I, I throw him in. I'll put. You're him. gonna put him over now, Judy in. Uh, probably. Yeah. And then, but my thing is, I'll tell you this. All right, I win. I win if Jair Alexander, cornerback for the Packers, if he doesn't play, then I win. Because of Shark? Because of DJ Shark. If he does play, then I got no clue. Because if he does play, your boy might – if he play, if Jair Alexander plays and Joe Mixon doesn't play – I might be moving Judy in over DJ Shark and putting Geo in where Judy is. So I don't know. I got like a bunch of my whole team. You got like, a lot outside, of options outside of Devontae. And is Kenyon Drake playing? I don't know. And, and so it's right now. It's hard to say. I mean, it, if I'm looking at our rosters this week and I'm like the best three players, mine are Devontae Adams, Miles Sanders, and I guess Josh Allen. I don't know Josh Allen. Maybe that's and yours a are game. and yours are Fuller, Hopkins, and Metcalf. I'd rather have your three over my three. When, so this game's going to come down to Adam Thielen and Monday Night. That's what this game's yeah. coming down to at the moment, right? Because I don't think anyone on your bench you got going Monday. You don't. No, I don't. So this is coming down to Adam Thielen Monday Night. I'm hoping that's within eight points. Who? Um. It's eight points. I don't feel good. Oh, I, uh, I mean, hey, it's a toss. I mean, that's I, a toss. I, I, I guess he'd have to score. Yeah, if it's, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Miami's defense is pretty good with Herbert. Here, so you might the crazy look, you thing might wanna, is, you might want you might want to look at Cam. I mean, I have a lot of four o'clock games. There's a, this is the beauty you of have this a week. Lot of, this is the beauty of this week in the NFL. The NFL needs to do this every week. They have, I think they have four 1 p.m. games and five 4 p.m. That, games. Yeah, they need to do that. They need to do that every week. I'm tired give them of a like taste eight. and then feed them at four. You give I'm them tired. appetizers at one, feed them at four. Nine, like nine 1 p.m. games and three 4 p.m. games Stupid. are the worst. Because there's one of those 4 p.m. games is awful. It's stupid. And yeah. So who do you got? You got you or me? I'm ta- I'm gonna take myself. I I, <laughs> I gotta break the shade. What am I sitting on? An L streak of what? Four, five game, four games right now. I'm an L streak of four games. My record is four and five. So at four and one, I decided to just take a skid mark. And just go to the bottom of the league at number nine. I picked myself last week. I lost. But you're still hanging around. You're in the right division. <laughs> you're in the I'm right in division. I'm in the right division. Um, I don't know. It's really going to come down to Jacksonville's D. If they can kind of hold off Adams. And the unfortunate thing, if that was in Jacksonville, I'd feel a little bit better. But it is going to be in Green Bay. 
and he's going to score. He's going to get his points. So the big thing is, can Buffalo hold off Edmonds? Can the New York Giants in a divisional game do well enough to control Miles Sanders? And then from there, it's like, who knows? Because Hunt can do well. I don't know if Chubb's coming back. If Chubb does come back, then Hunt's going to take a little bit of a cut there. But do they kind of like wean him in or do they just put Chubb full go in? I don't think you're going to do that to Hunt. I think Hunt's still going to get his touches. Uh, It just might not be a goal line touch, which Chubb might get. I think it's going to be tighter than people think. This is going to be like a 118-109 game. It's going to be something like that. Yeah, I could see us in the 120s. I hope it is. I need as many points as possible. Yeah, I could see us in the 120s. But, I, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I guess I got to take me. You I guess. To I don't know. People. Are we going to put money on yeah, this? I'll take Did me. we already? No, nah, I don't. I don't, don't feel comfortable you know, with this? Let's, can, can we talk about it on Sunday when we kind of know <laughs> who's in and who's out? Like Sunday when? Like Sunday 1255? Or or Saturday, if I know more. What do you need to know? I need to know if Cameron Drake's or Cameron Kenyon Drake's playing. I need to know if Joe Mixon's playing. All right, we'll be in contact. That's really it. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll I'll bet some money on it. I mean, that's I mean we haven't bet any any right. other time. Sounds good. Alrighty, boys. So. Well, that'll do it for the Week Ten matchups. Good luck to everybody. We only got four games left. You got to make a run starting now if you want to get into that playoff spot. Slip. Um, and you're really just fighting to get outside of that last place finish and outside of uh, dealing with the Brokini aspect of this uh, of this year, unfortunately, 2020. So, all right, Jared, that'll do it for this week's pod. And as always. Dodge injuries and guess right and COVID. Well, don't guess COVID. Just dodge it. Later. listening to the hot rods and hot takes fantasy football podcast just a reminder if you'd like to get in touch with us there's a way to do that please go to the website anchor.fm or even easier download the anchor app and search 
hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast there what you can do is leave us a voice message if we like what we hear we will play it on next week's pod also in terms of distribution we can be found on apple Podcasts, google spotify breaker overcast podcast and radio public we are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast but if you want the exclusive recording please listen to your podcast on the anchor app for all of us here at the hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast dodge injuries and guess right